man, you there? Oh. Yo, what's good? How's it going, man? Hey, it's Will. Calm back. Hey, it's a good time. All right, welcome to the catch up. We are back for season five. Oh yeah! I forgot that this was a season premiere. That's correct. I'm baby. jazzed though. I got the energy. I got the premiere energy, and uh, you know, in kind of classic uh, uh, catch up fashion, I'm gonna start this off with an apology. If that's cool. <laughs> yes. All right. I love it. Uh, who are we? We're Noah Shore and Will are. We're back for the catch up season five. Right off the bat, uh, apology to you, Noah. You've endured. Probably over a hundred text messages just between me and Dan today about the Lord of the Rings. How's that make you feel? <laughs> I'm ignoring all of it. There's no real reason for us not to be uh, just DMing each other, but the conversation <laughs> started in the group chat. And, you know, just in case uh, you or Jared want to reference it to any of our commentary <laughs> on Lord of the Rings, uh, it is extensive, man. We're, we're talking like Balrog mythology right now and the, how we like the enigma and the occultishness of... Um, of the Nazgul, we're we're going deep. No, like the last the last like <laughs> five minutes right before we recorded, yeah, I, I was just like, I don't know what off, this like is. five fucking paragraphs <laughs> about something about um about yeah like when they're in the mines the dwarvish mines. Um, I was looking hyped, at the man. clock like, well, we got five minutes before we're supposed to record. And Will is <laughs> yeah. just going hard I, right now. I was still I was still typing at three thirty when we said we were going to record. <laughs> um, but I'll be honest, man, I I haven't really seen this movie since and we're talking about the Fellowship right now since like right around when it came out. And so a right. lot of it, a lot of how amazing this movie is was like lost on me. Um, we're not I doing a segment on this, but like, we <laughs> fucking absolutely could. We uh, could, but, but we, it needs to be you and Dan because I I've seen it. I saw it a few years ago f- again, but I have this thing with movies where I cannot retain quotes, references, like plot points. So I am not the person to talk to about movies. That's interesting. I think that I am. I like I like the subtle stuff. Um, mm. And I literally rearranged my whole day, including this podcast, so that um, – I'm going to watch definitely the second one tonight, and maybe if I'm really ambitious slash lazy, um, both of them. I had a feeling when you were like, can we do it earlier, if it was because of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it, it is partially because of that. That's fine. It's totally fine. Can I just take a minute? Ow, fuck. I keep... This is actually, you know, this leads into what I was about to say. I changed <laughs> my <laughs> I changed my setup, and I'm now sitting in... My room has a built-in vanity. Um... Which is a tiny little desk in the sort in the corner of my room. Oh yeah, it's like it's got a mirror built in, right? Yeah, usually for people to like do their makeup. Sure, and stuff. sure, yeah. But oh, it's, so you're it's, out of the closet. I'm out of the closet. Gang, gang. I um I've set it all up in this thing. It's not soundproofed, so I currently <laughs> have my hoodie draped over my microphone to like muffle it. Okay. Um, and it's doing a pretty goddamn good job. I I gotta say. Yeah, um, I, it, I, I, oh, you sound good. I've also like kind of changed my setup a little bit to hopefully, to hopefully be, uh, be of high quality. Yeah, the issue is that I'm finding is these, it's too small of a space and I keep hitting my head on the wall every time mm, I move. Mm. So throughout today's episode, if you hear me just go, <laughs> ow, shit, uh, yeah. I'm not cutting it out and it's just gonna, that's how it's gonna stay. Well, sounds good. Thanks for the disclaimer. Speaking of, of sound, do I sound different at all to you? You sound like a man in a different space, not only physically, but mentally as well. Yeah, I was going to say, do I sound more like I'm on the Eastern time zone? Yeah, it almost sounds like you're having a hard time saying R words. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some uh, kind of New England accent. If for no other reason, I want to take a moment to appreciate that we did not have to fucking time zone convert for when we were going to record. I feel Beautiful. like every time it's like, oh, I thought you meant three my time or six my time or your time or p.m. a.m. Right. God. Although. Here, 3.30. We, weirdly, that only happened once because we were only recorded one episode in Chicago. Before right. that, you were in uh, D.C., and there's no well, time difference. Yeah, maybe I can't really attribute the fuck-ups in planning to the time zone. It's I'd just, love to. We're just not—we just don't get time anyway. Well, you just never accept my calendar requests. That's they true. They just sit there with no response. <laughs> it's cool. It's more for me than you, but, you know, you can show a little fucking effort sometimes. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like All them. you do is produce, edit, and release all of these, all right? <laughs> like, meet me halfway here, all right? I'm, right? I'm out here scheduling the calendar. Advice. I'm so sorry. 
I've hit my head five times in the last one minute. Um, Well, you you, you need to stop talking so enthusiastically. (laughs) It's the headphones. They're big and they keep hitting the wall. And then I, uh, wait, hold on. Be very quiet. I'm going to, I'm going (laughs) to show you what it sounds like. That sounds like someone hitting their head softly against a wall. Yeah, that hurt. Sorry about that. It's fine. But yeah, baby, I'm in the East Coast. You did we it. We are here. I'm in Boston. Welcome to Boston, baby. <laughs> I'm kind of not in Boston, but oh. I'm having some trouble. So, like, I want people to know that I moved to Boston. I moved to the Boston metro area, but Boston, Boston is not nearly as cool as where I actually live, which is Somerville. And a lot of people know that, like, Somerville is cool. Like, you know that Somerville is cool, right? Sure. Definitely. Okay, well, no, no, no. Okay, no, that's fine. I mean, I kind of knew it because I had visited here when my sister lived here, but... um. Like, I, people that know Boston, I want them to know that I don't live in Boston. I live in Somerville. It's kind of like a Brooklyn-y type of thing. Okay. Um, but then people that don't know Boston, which is, like, a lot of my friends and family, I don't want to say that I moved to Somerville, Mass., because it might sound like I live in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, not nah, like, I'm still a city slicker, you know what I'm saying? I'm still a big city guy. That's what I thought, and then I looked at the, the maps, and I realized it's the same. You can take the T right there. I mean, yeah, no, it's a no 15, 15 minute, no problem, 15 no minute fucking bike problem. ride. Get on the, no fucking problem. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, we are here. We, uh, I, I moved here. Uh, how, how did it go? When we last talked, you were about to, well, when we last talked, you were watching Lord of the Rings, but when we last talked on, on, air. The, on yeah. the podcast, you were moving that week. Well, so we'll see, we'll see how my retelling of this goes. Um, it's a bit badly. Of a I'm going to guess badly. Sure. Yeah. Always a safe bet. Yeah. Um, is a bit of a whirlwind, I will say, just, like, not even realizing how, like, on the nose it was. When I was packing up to move out here, I started listening to the audiobook of The Grapes of Wrath, and uh, it's on the nose because The Grapes of Wrath tells the story of this migration of the Joads, this, this Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma farming family that has to leave their, like, generations-old homestead to go to California in the Dust Bowl. Right. Like, totally, like, kind of, not a true story, but based on the true story of, like, a lot of these families. But so it's this big fucking migration to get to a bigger life. It's it's full of kind of trials and tribulations. It's it's tragic. It's inspiring. It's it's woke. It's class consciousness. And that's exactly what just happened to me, right? Leaving uh, Boston, this treacherous, treacherous, <laughs> uh, you know, we lost, we lost some cigarettes along the way. No, uh, leaving <laughs> Chicago. See, you're already fucking up the retelling. That's what I said, leaving Chicago. You said leaving Boston. Leaving Oh, God, this is going to fucking happen like crazy. I have no fucking clue where I live. I'm voting voting in like 14 elections on Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah, leaving Chicago to to come here. And uh, so it's the grapes of of RAF, R-A-P-H. Yeah. And I am the ghost of old bomb chode. Um, That's that's an inside one. Inside one for the boys. Um, So, no, it was good. So the end of Chicago was... Funny. I mean, in terms of like all the logistics, all the shit I put on the spreadsheet that like had to happen so that I could leave there and come here, like all of that stuff went pretty smoothly. Like I got someone to take my place in Chicago. I got a really cool place here, which I'll talk about a little bit more. Um, and yeah, like I rented a truck. Like it was it was pretty straightforward, except for like the v- setting myself up for success for the first big piece of things, which is basically that like I was going to do this big drive. So I drove with a truck from Chicago to Boston, which is like, you know, 16 hours when you drive like me and like to take breaks, like 17 ish or whatever. How big but, a um, truck? How big a truck? So it was actually one of those tall sprinter vans, which is really nice. Okay. Because I was registered for the box truck, but the box truck is way harder to drive. Mm. Okay. Um, but so like reminder to Google sprinter van. It's like one. It's like one of those vans that you could stand up in. Oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah. So I've still got a hole out the back. I can see through. It's like I could parallel park it if I really had to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I. I'm all set and I'm going to take off like pretty early in the morning on a Friday and Thursday night. I'm just going to like finish cleaning my house basically. Like I had everything was in the truck already so that I could get out early in the morning. And my, my dear friend Rohit in Chicago, we had already done a goodbye dinner the night before with him and my other good friend. And he was just like, yo, like I'll, I'll come by. And I was like, 
man, I don't really think like you coming by, like we already had this nice goodbye. Like, I don't really think that it's going to be fun. Like I'm literally just like cleaning. I look like Rosie the uh-huh. Riveter with like a bandana on my head, sneezing my fucking ass off. Cause I never <laughs> clean anything. And, but I'm, I'm ahead of the game when he is like getting out of work and can come by. So it's like seven o'clock or something. And I'm like, yo, yo, yeah. Like do come by and I'm ahead of the game. So let's go around the corner and we'll grab an old fashioned at, uh, this great bar right up my block called Bar Biscay. He had gotten me into old fashions. It was a little bit more of a ceremonial, a little bit of like a nicer goodbye, right? Fun fact about old fashions. Sorry to interrupt. Please. Um, When I was in Ireland in January, nobody knew what an old fashioned was at all. Interesting. And I asked three different bars. The first guy was like, no, we don't have that. I don't know what that is. Uh, The second guy tried to look it up and (laughs) then was like, no. And the third guy made it and it was terrible. That's weird. I wonder I, when you said the guy looked it up. I was gonna say like, oh, would they just know it by another name? But if the guy looked it up and said no, it sounds like maybe they just don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. I, it was very strange. He was like, I don't know how to make this. I was like, I don't know how to make it either. But I'm not here for that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. They they're old fashioned's great. Love them. Yeah, old, fa- old fashioned are great. <laughs> um, and then Robert got me into them, so we go to have one and just like. We, I was there for a long fucking time, dude. Like, I was going to go up the block and have one and come back down and finish everything. But, like, we had an old-fashioned and then some appetizers and then a cheese board. And, like, each course with, with like, another, like, stiff fucking drink. This bartender, I kind of didn't tell any of my local businesses that I frequent that I was leaving. Because I just, like, I didn't know them, like, quite well enough to be like, miss you, bye, or whatever. I was going to say, is that something you have to take care of when you leave a place? (laughs) Well, no, but there were, so, like, one place I did, like, the coffee shop that I was at, like, basically every weekend, I was like, hey, we don't, like, super know each other, but, like, they knew my name, I knew their names, and I was like, I'm leaving, thanks a lot, whatever. Um, For, and then, so I didn't really tell a lot of places, but then I was at the bar, and we were talking to this guy, and so I was actually, like, yeah, I've seen you a couple times, like, I'm actually heading out, and he just, like, made it fucking rain, he was doing the thing with the wine, with the Perone, he gave us, like, a shot, like, I got, like, really... Honestly, like, I think because I was, like, cleaning all day and, like, didn't hadn't really eaten a lot, like, I got, like, really fucking drunk mm-hmm. when I needed to be back to do, like, three fucking hours of housework, dude. So I get really fucking drunk. I go home. I go to sleep. And I'm going to wake up. I, the person that was moving into my house the next day wasn't going to be there for a while. So I kind of was like, all right, I'm just going to relax, like, how early I need to go. And I'll wake up in the morning and do the rest of this work. And the fucking person shows up oh, at, like, no. 8 in the morning. And I'm just, like, blasted hungover, sleeping on her couch in a dirty <laughs> fucking house, dude. When she was planning on just, like, coming into, like, a totally cleaned house. And I was just like... And I don't know this fucking person. It was so fucking awkward. And I, like, hopped in the shower. I was so sorry. And she ended up just being like, don't worry about cleaning. Like, basically get the fuck out. Oh, my <laughs> and God. it was be- – so, like, the, the my last moment in Chicago was just, like, so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is also so, like, unlike you, I feel like. like it is, not have yeah. all your, your eyes dotted and everything. Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. Like, I don't know. I, I like, like – you know, I fucking, like, go out and get drunk or whatever and hang out. But, like, I like to think I – you know, like, I don't really do that on, like, weekdays. Like, I don't do that twice in one weekend, generally. Like, I kind of know when to play and when to work. Right. And I fuck that up. It, it, it is a good story now, and I had a great time with Rohit, but god damn. Did you text her after to apologize? <sighs> I think so. <laughs> That's a no. Who knows? That's a no. <laughs> we talked about some shit, some mail or something. It was cool. Everything was fine, but it was mm. super awkward. But yeah, so then I, I basically got out of the city and was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I was supposed to drive about 12 hours to upstate New York. And then I was going to crash at my cousin's house and do the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, also side note, I forgot to tell everyone in my list of things that happened in the past year that I got a slice of pizza tattoo. Hey. Yeah, just a little guy, a little guy on the shoulder from my cousin's uh, boyfriend. He's the fucking man. Um, Hell so yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to like get into Indiana. You want me to cut that into the last episode? No, I'll take fine. that and put it back in and then no, we would we would lose our 14 listens. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, I drive and uh, I'm like, I'm going to pull off. I'm basically going to last a couple hours. I'm so dead and I'm going to pull off and I'm going to uh, I'm going to like go to sleep. Like, I'll just figure it out. Like, if I can do half the trip, that's fine. Uh, but I end up kind of getting a second wind halfway through and I was cruising, dude. Like, I, hell yeah. The thing caps out at 79 miles an hour. And, okay, so there was no cruise control, but the van caps out at 79 miles an hour. 
So I basically cruise control just meant flooring it. <laughs> and I like, literally <laughs> just floored it for like eight straight hours mm. uh, with just breaks to pee or whatever. Uh, Love so it. it was it was a it was a long journey, my friend. It was a long journey, but it was ultimately smooth. And uh, yeah, I moved in here on the Saturday before Super Bowl Sunday and I started work on Monday. Jumped right into it. Oh, <laughs> Keep that in. <laughs> what just happened? Uh, my whole phone dropped on the floor because I nice. leaned my elbow on it and it fell off the thing. Oh, because you were on your phone while I was speaking. No, no. I, <laughs> no how would that be possible? I leaned my elbow on the phone that's on the desk. Whatever, bro. God. So it was. It was. It was. I started here quickly. Right. That is not enough downtime between no. getting to a place and starting. No, um, it was not. Yeah. How is the job going? In, <laughs> yeah, in so the th- most generic terms. Because <laughs> so I don't know I, what you do. Fair. Yeah, no one does. Um, Nobody does. Uh, let me t- – I think it's worth it to split, like, how, like, personal life is going and how professional life is going. Okay. Let's do personal first. So, like – I moved to D.C. without knowing anyone, moved to Chicago without knowing anyone. This is, like, very much the opposite, um, which is just, like, really fucking nice. And I honestly don't think I would – it would have had to be a very, like, dream job opportunity for me to go to another new city. Like, Mm -hmm. it was a good experience for me, in particular the first time I did it because it kind of, like, proved to me that I could make friends outside of – and really make more than friends, like, make, like, a really – community that I was proud to be a part of in right. in a place without kind of the structures of school or, or work, which is kind of how you normally do that stuff, especially school. Um, I mean, like all like all of my best friends from my childhood are, you know, friends from school. Uh, yeah. And then I did it again in Chicago and it was like, cool, I did that twice. Like, I definitely don't need a third opportunity to prove <laughs> that to myself. And so I came here. I've got two of my best friends here, each with their own big friend groups and a, and a smattering of other, like, you know, five or six other people that I like a lot. And I got to move in with, like, my sister's best friend who's fucking dope. That's in awesome. In her dope-ass Somerville apartment with these two cute-ass kitties, one of which is snoozing on my bed right behind me. Oh, uh, we got yeah. a turtle named Strauss who's hibernating. I'm very excited <laughs> to meet. We got a big-ass yard. Like, my, my personal life is fucking lit right now, dude. I got, like, friends that always want to hang out in walking distance. I got – and it's, like, that whole Somerville thing that's really important, like – I'm not in a big city. Mm-hmm. I'm in the, the kind of chiller. It's Well, you know Cambridge is like outside Boston, right? Yes. Yeah. So Cambridge is kind of like similar. It, 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 and Cambridge and Somerville are also – they border each other. So like okay. I'm, I'm very close to Cambridge as well. But it's just I, went like, to, I went to Boston like two years ago and I went – all around Cambridge and shit. So cool, yeah. So and you'll also um, you're coming in two weeks. So we'll that's uh, true. The stay, big stay tuned for an episode where yeah, where we're actually going to be together uh, in in Boston. Uh, also, fuck. <laughs> Remind me to say something about you coming to Boston at the end, if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, and then I want to speed through the rest of the segment because I'm talking like fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the fact that I'm in this kind of like other little small. Just, like, alcove of, like, cool, cute neighborhood is just really, really nice. And my office is also in Somerville, which is, like, in Chicago, like, I had this kind of cute little neighborhood I lived in, but I was still going down to the loop every day, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, fucking, I'm increasingly allergic to capitalism, and so being in the fucking... Starbucks in the loop or the lunch line at fucking Chipotle is just just fucking kills me, dude. I understand. I work next to Rockefeller Center, and it's like... Yeah, man. It's such bad energy. And so I'm going... I'm in Somerville, and actually my... I mean, it it couldn't be more perfect. I live, like, right on this beautiful green bike path, and my commute within Somerville is 15 minutes uh, in the opposite direction of everybody else's commute. So just all... I just... All the cars and bikes are going the other way, and I'm just sailing towards my office in this old brick mill building. Uh, it's, It's pretty lit, dude. That's cool. Um, am I going to have to take a bike? No, not unless you want to. Well, not really. Not if I get off the fucking Megabus, that's for sure. Oh, no, yeah, you're not going to take a bike to my place. Oh, <laughs> you could if you wanted to. Whatever, yeah, no, it's that's cool. Uh, but that's like a decent enough segue into talking about work. So, yeah, like, you're right to not know what I do. I work in tech for progressive political campaigns. I uh, had nothing to do with the Iowa caucus. Uh, that is going <laughs> to... Good, good note. 
that's going to help me a lot. Um, because my mom and dad ask like about you sometimes and they're like, what, like, what does Will do? And I'm like, I don't know. So I'm just going to cut that little piece and just play it for them every time. (laughs) Okay. It's fair. Have you ever canvassed before? No. Okay. Well then never mind. I I understand the the most important uh, political technology company in the world. And I just started there. And what I'll say is, you know, my old job, also a political technology company was like very startup-y and the one I'm at now is like very not. And so like on the surface of things, you know, it still kind of looks like a startup, right? Like I can wear t-shirts, they've got like beer in the office or whatever, but like, man, there's a lot of layers. <laughs> like I can't be hung over at work. Like I can't, I, I have to come in like at a time. Like it doesn't really, like they want like a consistent time. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> I have a boss. Haven't had that in a while. I've got like timelines, like work politics. Um, You're talking about basic work things. Yeah, no, I know. And it's exhausting. <laughs> dude. It's fucking terrible. Uh, no, the, the job is okay. What I will say is, uh, so I'm getting used to how to have like a structured professional environment again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going fine. Like my boss is cool. My boss's boss is cool. I'm like getting to know all the organizational politics. What I will say is being openly resentful of that adjustment to my core team that I manage has bought me like a lot of clout. <laughs> like they're all engineers and they're kind of, they also kind of hate all the management bullshit. And I feel like I came in as a manic pixie dream manager. <laughs> I was just like, fuck that guys. Like we're going to get pizza in the middle of the day. Or like, yeah. I'm not asking permission for us to switch this setting on a thing. And then of course I got like crucified and they were all kind of like, this guy's hip. Like this guy's cool. Right. So that's been going, that's been going kind of cool. That's cool. Uh, so you, you've got a whole team you're managing? Yeah, yeah. So Damn, uh, that's badass. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 an important team. It's good. They're cool. It's the first time I've ever, uh, like, managed people that are significantly older than me, uh, which is interesting. Um, what? Yeah, what's the age demographic of this place? Like, what's the breakdown? It's probably about the same as most other places. Like, a lot of entry-level roles are right out of college or right out of political campaigns. There's senior staff that have been there for 10-plus years. Um, my team just happens to be, like, you know, for, for engineers, engineering teams will generally have a couple people straight out of school. But my team is probably average age of 35 okay. with, a yeah, with, like, a max at, like, 50-something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Uh yeah, it's fucking weird to be new again, dude. I came from swinging a really big stick to just not knowing a goddamn thing. And, like, their tech stack is super complex. Like, their market is complex. Their fucking organization has all these layers. Like, I don't know shit. I definitely know what a tech stack is. For they, sure. They're fucking... They're fucking... People know what that is. I... Okay. I don't. Well, so, like, if you see a website, there's, like, a low... No, no, I don't want... I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't the, thi- the things that make their products, the, the pieces that you put together to make their products is complicated. That's it. That's all I got, man. So say that. <laughs> I said I said that. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Do you have any questions for me? Uh, yeah. What are your deepest fears? Yeah. Um, why <laughs> I think why we did are that. you here? I think that we did that. We did deepest fear one time. I think so, too. We interviewed each other or something. We did interview each other. Yeah. Um, and we put on some deep voices, I think. Yeah. Also, uh, I'll update that answer to there might be some recency bias here, but the Nazgul, bro, <laughs> they're just <some> scary <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> you think, yeah, there might be a little recency bias in that. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Where'd you um, learn that word? What? <laughs> Where'd you learn that word? <laughs> I feel I like I talked it. a lot and it was kind of uninteresting because I structured it too much. Well, listen, I mean, that's what happens when you speak. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't funny at all. I live next to a hospital in an Indian place. I'm looking out my window looking for inspiration. (laughs) I got a turtle named Strauss. (laughs) Yeah, so you haven't met him yet. He's hibernating? No, yeah, she. She's hibernating. I'm so sorry. Fucking canceled, Um, you're done. (laughs) Strauss is arguably a a man's name, I would say. Fair. Uh, I went to... Wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. Did, I think it is a girl. I don't know. Well, have you picked it up? 
and see it's fucking hibernating (laughs) i don't care (laughs) one other thing i'll say is uh i went to the bernie rally in boston yesterday Thirteen thousand people strong it was fucking awesome that's great they and that that i was promised working out my bernie impression so Oh, let's do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do Billionaire. Uh, I was promised that we were going to uh, spit roast and eat an insurance executive. Unfortunately, oh. <laughs> that didn't actually come to fruition. I read that uh, he was on the ballot, or not on the ballot, on the event, and he just decided it wasn't a safe space for him to go to. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, true. They were like, can you, uh, they were like, why do you want me here? They were like, uh, make a speech, I guess. <laughs> So yeah, I ended how, up going to a fucking like high coronavirus risk area for zero <laughs> payoff. I didn't want to hear all these inspiring speeches from the Sunrise Movement and from Bernie and from a bunch of state legislators and union leaders and right. see this just beautiful, large, diverse crowd dedicated to a system based on love uh, for no fucking reason. I didn't want to do any of that, but uh, right. I guess that, that was just kind of a byproduct. <laughs> um, I forgot we're recording in the time of coronavirus. Podcasting in the time of coronavirus, terrifying. Yes, and all bow down to me as the person who will, who was the first person to make the Lyme disease coronavirus joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That joke is tired and fucking annoying. And I had someone say that to me unironically the other day, as if I hadn't seen it on the internet. <laughs> and I almost headbutted that motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god! Shut the fuck up. I think it's good. I think it's all good, and every joke like, that I see is good. Um, what classic Noah take? <laughs> I think it's all good, and every joke I see is good. If you want more pipe and hot takes like that, uh, I do a side podcast by myself where I just <laughs> say whatever comes to my mind, kind of like I'm doing now. Can you tell me how Bernie Sanders was as a speaker before I keep talking out of my goddamn mouth? He was. Uh-oh. He's fucking tired, dude. They put a. What? Well, can you hear me? Yeah, I just said, uh-oh, because I thought you were going to be like, he was the most inspiring thing I've ever heard. No, I mean, you would think that after they put that fucking silverback gorilla heart in that motherfucker (laughs) that he'd have a little more energy. You know, he's a bit tired. I've got a new heart. Everything is To be honest, it was like he cares about policy, which is sometimes boring. Like, he went through his policy spiel, and yeah, it it wasn't like... He did the hits, the the top Yeah, he kind of played the hits. Yeah, Yeah, he played the hits. Um... I'll say, oh, what was I going to say? I think I had something funny to say. Damn, well, whack. We do. Uh, lo- we love a good silence. Trying to think of something to say. Yeah, no, nah, they put the baboon heart in him. He was, you know, he was he was tired. He was going to Virginia that same day. He was just kind of. The man's been campaigning for president for fo- five years. He's been fighting for a while. Oh, I remember <laughs> what I was going to say. So he's issues based, which like you know some of these issues just the crowd goes fucking crazy, right? right. So like uh, Green New Deal. Fucking crazy. Uh, Medicare for all. Fucking crazy, right? Love Love it, it, love it, love it. Um, The one that was so funny to me that the Massachusetts crowd just went apeshit for was, like, highway funding. (laughs) Like, Massachusetts (laughs) has, like, terrible infrastructure and angry drivers and terrible public transit. uh, And they, they, like, they blew up in a way that I did not expect, which was pretty funny. (laughs) I, you know, I want him to fix the goddamn subways. Someone's got to do it. If Bernie Sanders, as as mayor of Burlington, uh, <laughs> you know, has a proposal to fix the New York City subways. <laughs> that would be my ideal. Um, but yeah, you're doing a lot of you're doing a lot of Bernie shit. I don't know how much you want to say it on the air, but if it probably, jeopardizes your job, probably not. Probably not all that much. Uh, I don't think I've done anything real bad. Well, maybe <laughs> you like. I don't know. I thought you like gave all that super PAC money to him. What? Gotta go. (laughs) When we come back, more butt stuff. (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by Mike Bloomberg for President. We're hip and cool and didn't sexually harass anyone. No, I don't like it. Why not? I didn't say sexually assault, I said sexually harass. Sure. Well, go ahead. Do you have one? No. <laughs> Welcome back. Today we thought we'd dive back into one of our, our fan favorite recurring segments where we tackle uh, different TV advertisements, different commercials, from toilet paper to Super Bowl ads to political candidates. What do you have for us today, Noah? 
Uh, listen, it's another fucking Charmin commercial. Hell yeah! <laughs> I, I can't get over these fucking bears. I'm, yeah, the bears are good. Our last one on the bears was good. Yeah, we won a Pulitzer for it. We did, and you know that we're sophisticants when you say it Pulitzer, not <laughs> pul- Pulitzer. <laughs> Pulitzer. I was like, what's the way that you actually say it? How do you say it? No, pul- I think pu- Pulitzer is fine. I think that Pulitzer is like a little bit of the, um, you know, the intelligentsia's way of saying it. I, oh. I generally say Pulitzer. Oh, like when you say I'm going to Target. <laughs> yeah, but that has... 18 layers of irony depending on who you're talking to. <laughs> what someone means when they say Target is entirely dependent on who that person is. <laughs> if you're talking to grandmas in Florida, they mean it <laughs> sincerely. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And they think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so listen, we're back with the Charmin. If you remember last time, um, the Charmin Bears experienced hotel horror, hotel terror. Uh, remember, they went to the hotel. They... The Papa Bear could not stay there because they had flat toilet paper. Um, oh, yeah, flat toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you haven't listened to this, uh, viewers, this is one of the best. This is one of our best segments. Ever. <laughs> it's a high-quality segment. Yeah, deci- you should probably go back and then listen to that. We decided let's do it again with diminishing returns. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, and then the Mama Bear had the toilet paper in her bag, They were and they were able to stay there. Bah, 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 bah. These are the same bears. They're back, baby. The red guys. I've noticed there's different types of bears. Um, And I'll actually get into that later because there's a part in this commercial that is driving me up the fucking wall. Um, This one, the title of it, which I think is kind of not really telling you what you're getting into. It's... Uh, it's a great, it really rolls off the tongue, this sentence. Even, Even Charmin Bear Cubs know Charmin Ultra Strong just cleans better. Um, yeah, that is not great. <laughs> it's, there's no, it's nothing, no punctuation. Even um, charm, even charm. Yeah, I was going to say you have to kind of read it with like the right, very American let's try, uh, yeah. cadence even for it Char- to be good. Even Charmin Bear Cubs know Charmin Ultra Strong just cleans better. Even Charmin Bear Cubs know Char- Charmin Ultra Strong cleans better. Even just, Charmin- just cleans better. Even Charmin Bear Cubs know Charmin Ultra Strong just cleans better. Yeah, if you could put one of uh, those over a beat, another little Yachty beat or whatever, <laughs> okay. that'd probably be good. You got it. Um, recurring segment within a recurring segment. <laughs> Holy shit. What the hell? Yo, dog, we heard you like recurring segments. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst meme I've ever seen. Correct. Um, that's not true. I've seen bad ones. So Incorrect. here's what we're going to do. We're going to play it one time through yep. for all you guys. It's a 31-second commercial. Bear with me. At 30, actually. The last second appears to just be black screen. So let's play it, and then we'll get into our searing hot takes. I'm not picking it up. You pick it up. I'm not picking it up. Well, somebody's got to pick it up. I'll pick it up. They're clean. Because my hand is clean. Oh, yeah, I'm Charmin clean. That's how I know they're clean. Charmin Ultra Strong is woven like a washcloth and just cleans better. Yeah, I'm Charmin. The kid does have a point. No. No. Enjoy the go with Charmin. And for an extra clean finish, try Charmin Flushable Wipes. Oh, all right. What do we do with this, Noah? What the fuck just happened? So, (laughs) what? Do we, I need to, I need to fucking like tell people what that looked like, right? Or something? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, what are we dealing with here? You tell you tell the people I mean, what we're dealing with. We're dealing with like so yeah, these are different bears. These are red bears. They're, no, the other kinda, the others were red too. Oh, these were red bears too. Okay, alright, whatever. Uh yeah, this is like classic nuclear family. We've got one big guy and one big girl. Um <laughs> and then this little fucking twerp of a teen. Oh shit. He's ripping into him. Oh, I, I don't know what to do. I'm spinning. No, okay. Structure me. So, God. So um, let's take it. Let's just take it frame by frame. Let's walk through it slowly. We'll walk through it. Everything will be fine. So okay. uh, at zero seconds, you press play. I'm not picking it up. You pick it up. I'm not picking it up. Okay. I stopped at four seconds. Uh, it, it's a very close up on the Papa Bear. Of just his face, and he goes, "I'm not picking it up." 
<laughs> and so, yeah, what you're getting is you're getting a low angle shot. It's similar to, um, you know, if it's like the it's the classic shot where someone got like knocked down in a football game or knocked out, <laughs> and they're they're looking up from the ground with people looking down right. at them, and, and everyone's like, the, "You okay, man?" And you hit the eyes are like fluttering. Yeah, yeah. So we've got the pop and the mom saying, you know, we got to pick something up. And I'm realizing now, because they haven't seen it, our listeners don't know what that is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And we, yeah, we have the, the, I guess, privilege of knowing what they're talking about because we've yeah. seen the commercial. But the first time you watch this and you don't know, it is chilling. I also, yeah, it is absolutely bone chilling. And I <laughs> thought, I mean, we're talking Charmin here. We know what Charmin makes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are we thinking the same thing now? Count of three, let's say it. Three, two, one. Poop. Big oh. boy mud boy. <laughs> <laughs> Big boy mud pie on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Big yeah, doo-doo yeah. ball on the floor. Yeah. So, we did... I can know. just go ahead and actually preempt uh, next episode's first line, which is right off the bat. Got to issue an apology <laughs> for saying the big boy mud pie. That was out of line. Uh, continue. Great. I'll put that in for next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we, I guess we did dodge a bullet in that sense because we're not seeing a poop on the floor. Yeah. Um, but viewers, what we are seeing is I'll continue on playing. Um, yeah. So the, the wife also says, I'm not picking it up. Um, and then we continue on. I'm not picking it up. Someone's got to pick it up, the guy The the guy says, what I can assume is the father. Um, camera angle changes at six seconds. What are we looking at? Six seconds. We've got a pair of drawers. A I've pair never said of, that in my fucking uh, life. I've never called it that. No. We have a pair of underwear. They're yeah. kind of like, uh, yeah, I guess they're tidy whiteies. They're tidy like white, yeah. yeah. Um, they're red, I guess, because the bears must wear things that have the same color. Yeah, as red f- and white. And, and fur. In the in the commercial's defense, they look pretty clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but it's facing down. So I'm. A, I guess we're looking at the front of the underwear. I think we're looking at the back of the underwear. If these are well, it depends whose underwear these are. Well, if these are men's underwear, there's the there's the hole in the middle, which I I know we have different opinions on. By the oh, way, we're not going to get into that right I now. I can't. I cannot do this right it's now. The most divisive issue in men's yeah. health is whether you use the hole or not. We'll get yeah. into that another time. Yeah, I'll I'll just say you're wrong. And you're that's, you're that's actually all, wrong. That's but it's fine. It's fine. It's, fine. it's fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So six seconds. Tidy whities are on the floor. Um, why just in general, Will? Why 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 would someone be scared to pick up underwear off the floor? I guess because they're dirty. They're dirty how? <laughs> <laughs> they're dirty because there could be poo particles mm. or potentially taint residue. Well, let's call it what it is. Skid marks. <laughs> oh, skid marks. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I believe they are scared to pick up this child's underwear. Ah, uh, sorry. Yeah, I get it now why you would think that they're... Their, they, face, their they, face up, basically. They can't see the back where the, the skid marks lay. Sure, yeah, <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Yep, that makes total sense. Right. Um, meaning this kid has a history. Yeah, this, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Keep going. Okay, so let's go six seconds on. Okay. Zooming in. Oh, I'm sorry, I gotta pause at seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this went really fast. A lot just happened. A lot just happened. Huge zoom in on the on the... On the underwear, as in we're supposed to be scared too. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was like a very, it was like a vertigo shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ter- honestly, this is one of the most bone chilling commercials I've ever seen. This um, is Hitchcock's last work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, let's go. Continue on. Kid, the kid slides into the frame at eight seconds. Yeah, the kid slides in and, and he says, "I'll pick him up." And he, oh uh, yeah, yeah. And he scoops him up. Right now, okay, if this was all the commercial was, I'd be like, oh, whatever, you know? Like, like this is about as usually dumb as I would expect a commercial to be. Right. It's dumb, and it's a little gross without trying to be gross. Um, which yeah, is, it's, like, it's like giggly, right? Yeah. Like, they want to be like a tiny bit over the line. Which is, I believe, now that we've analyzed t- t- almost two full Charmin commercials, that's their whole thing they're going for. It's like, yeah. how, how can we dangle it in front of you without actually having to say anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is great marketing. So I also, well, we're paused at eight seconds. Um, you see the Charmin 
ultra pack on the top of the toilet, correct? You do, yeah. Those are different color bears on there. Oh my god. What a good fucking catch, dude. Is that not yeah, crazy? So in, in the frame with, just to describe this, in the frame with the red and white bears, the protagonists of this commercial, there is a pack of Charmin toilet paper with different bears on them. Different. Which suggests, oh my god, it suggests this the, this whole other universe. Like, yes. Are they, like, like, do these guys watch commercials with bears in them? In the way that we generally watch commercials with other humans in them. Yeah. And I... That is so fucking funny. Here's how it gets a little fucking crazier. I, in Googling Charmin commercials, just to do a little background research, there are other commercials for us humans to watch with those brown bears in them. Wow. So those are like the main ones. Yeah. They got top billing. They're on the fucking pack. They're on most commercials and and the pack. I guess, what does that suggest about these bears? Is Do they know they're in shit? commercials? Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Do they know they're in commercials? Are these kind of a lower class bear? Yeah. This is fucking... Dude, the, that's wild. That's a great catch. <laughs> the Charmin Bearniverse is, is wild to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're cracking it open. I don't know any other podcast that is... I don't know this. any journalists yeah. that have done this, that have <laughs> investigated the Charmin Bearniverse. Yeah. All right, let's continue on. Eight seconds. Yeah. The kid has slid in. He is picking, in the middle of picking up the underwear. What happens next? I'll pick it up. They're clean. Because my hat oh, is clean. God. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I'm Charmin clean. That's how I know they're clean. Okay. What was right. the actual word? Wait, I need, to, I need to hear that again. One sec. All right, let's, let's everyone hear it again. Starting at 10 seconds. I'll pick it up. They're clean. Because my hat is clean. Oh, yeah, I'm Charmin clean. That's how I know they're clean. My hiney is clean. Hiney is kind of what everyone is always, like, every child is always referred to, like, hiney. Yeah. Let's explain I should what, say that more. Let's explain what just happened. The, you. <laughs> Will is dis- every time disgusting. I, I like analyzing it, but every time I actually watch it, again, it's kind of this allergy to, uh, to capitalism. <laughs> um, so, the kid has... Sl- this is insane. The kid has slid in. He picks up the underwear and he goes, it's clean because and then a fucking honestly, a beat comes in that uh, dare I say slaps. Yeah, I was about to say that's some Waka Flocka shit right there. <laughs> I'm using I'm using good headphones and like the bass on that. The ketchup beat, is Will really, yeah, you know, Trime. With exactly yeah, they got Scott Storch to fucking crazy. <laughs> Travis Scott, Scott Young Snyder's. Cactus LaFlame. Our outdoor music is by Skirt. So he's, 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 he starts singing, oh yeah, I'm Charmin clean. Um, my hiney's clean. That's how you know I'm clean? Well, oh yeah, that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> well, it's just clean. At three and three, it's a triplet of clean. Yeah. Okay, I gotta hear it again. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll pick it up. They're clean. Cause my hand is clean. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm Charmin, Charmin clean. clean. That's how I know they're clean. Uh, wait. What? When we when we do this, you're gonna cut in the audio so that the, the audience yes, can hear it, right? So course. we don't have to like tell them everything that they say. No. Yeah. You're right. But I I just I'm trying to break down these lyrics. He goes. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You got it. What the f- What? <laughs> Hold on. Cuz. Oh yeah, clean. my hiney's oh, clean. Oh yeah, I'm Charmin clean. That's how I know they're clean. Oh yeah, I'm Charmin clean. That's how I know they're clean. So, his hiney's clean. I, I get the logic. His hiney's clean. He's Charmin clean. That's how he knows he's- That's how he knows the underwear is clean. Because his high knee's clean, because it's yeah. Charmin clean. He's working. He's working backwards. The the panties are clean because the panties. His, the panties are clean <laughs> because his butt is clean. Actually, is this a dude? Don't call a kid's underwear panties. Sorry. <laughs> it's terrible. Only you perverted that man. There, it's a child's thing. I don't know. It's like no, they're not. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, his, the fucking underwear is clean because his butt's clean because he's Charmin clean. Right, right. I get it. He's walking us through the logic. Honestly, he's walking all the fucking mouth-breathing, room-temperature IQ Floridians <laughs> through, like, what's happening here. We, we have to understand that, like, we are actually, like, the elite here. We're the You're intelligentsia right. of the Charmin uh, <laughs> target demographic. You're right. The dance he is doing 
is disgusting. It's, yeah, he's waving <laughs> his butt around, right? Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's shaking his butt at his parents, and he's yeah. holding the underwear up to his, like, face, essentially <laughs> sniffing his underwear. Also, like, here's one thing that I thought of right when I started. Well, so one, they've got these fucking glasses on him that, like, make him into, like, the wonk. Like, yeah. He just, like, you know, he's, like, yeah, he just explained how ass cleanliness works because he's, like, a <laughs> smart little fucking precocious kid. Right. But the, the side note is, like, I'm confused about the type of kid that has, like, an under an enthusiastic understanding of the connection between the cleanliness of his garments and the consumer products which he buys and also leaves his underwear on the floor. <laughs> like, did this guy just get up from the bathroom and just let them fall well, and, like, yeah. move out? Like, I don't really know what happened there. That's actually a really good point. Why is it the parent's job at the beginning of the ad to pick up his underwear? Yeah, word. Discipline your goddamn kid. Yeah. That's gross. I'm not picking it up. Someone's got to pick it up. Yeah, the fucking kid who dropped it there in the Yo, the if this kid place. was, like, four years old, fine, but this is at least an eight-year-old, yeah. maybe boy ordering on like prepubescent. I would yeah, because if you if you recall from the the hotel commercial, he has the glasses but like he has a beach ball, he's got he's like kind of the same size as his sister. They're not mm-hmm. young. They're not like babies. Yeah, yeah. Well, because babies yeah, 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 you're right. Um also weirdly just to refer back to the other commercial, the mom in the last one, they were on vacation and I thought that's why she had a flower in her hair. But she just has a flower in her hair all the time. I think that's true. And I think that that is because we don't – they want to convey this classic nuclear family, but we don't have that many hints as to gender. We right. basically have voice and that flower. And I think, that, yeah. I think that's why they have, the, they have the flower there. That's fair. very fair point, honestly. Fucking furry bear vagina. <laughs> so I could cut that out. It's disgusting. <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> there's, there's no bear breasts. Um, oh, no pun intended. Bear breasts. Um, okay, now the beat continues and it goes into, uh, ooh, he did a little wave there. That was wild. He did like a, I, it's not going to work on a podcast. I can't explain that visual. Um, so 15 seconds. We're at everyone's favorite part. It's the demo. And you know, I'm going to say what I said last time about this demo. You can go ahead and explain it if you want, but these demos have always frustrated me since before I knew why or had the vocabulary to explain it. Right. And I've, I, this is not what I've seen before. Um, so last time we were dealing with, you know, your, your coins uh, on a wet piece of toilet paper. <laughs> also, if you want, I can, you explain the last part if you want for diversity, I can explain this. I explained the last one. You explained the like uh, the like sliding on the floor and doing the dance. If you want me oh. to do the visual for this, I would love for you to take a crack at what we're looking cool, at. Cool, yeah. I, I actually think if I am, you're obviously the general commercial expert, but I think if I had kind of like a leading correspondent status, it would be <laughs> in these fucking demos. I hate okay. these demos. All right, but uh, now we go to Will for the commercial demo explanation. Hello, chief demo correspondent. So what you see here, you see uh, these things in like a lot of consumer products, like definitely hygiene things are the ones that people talk most about, but it's where you see a side-by-side of two different products working on the same thing. I think the one that everyone has always been like a little bit like grossed out about or felt uncomfortable uh, is the tampon one or the pad one, not because like, uh, like menstruation is gross, but because it's like this weird facsimile of menstruation that makes you feel weirder than if they just told us how it worked. Like that blue liquid is kind of this like immature, overly sanitary view of something that's like perfectly fine and like everyone does. I don't know. And in the same way, well, not everyone does. But like, <laughs> like, yeah, enough people do that like it shouldn't be this kind of fucking faux pas to even even consider it um, realistically. Right. We see the same thing here, right? So like it's a, uh, what looks like a woman's arm with, uh, and they tell us here it's 0.4 milliliters of body paint mm-hmm. on, on this woman's arm. And then side by side you see uh, the leading bargain brand 1000. Right. A fake brand. They could have just said leading bargain brand. It's got like fake branding to it. Uh, wipe away and then Charmin Ultra Strong wipe away. And what you see here is that the Charmin Ultra Strong like wipes away more. You know, wait, the, hold on. Away. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know what that is? That leading bargain brand thing? What is Is that Scott? I think it's Scott or Bounty. Yeah, yeah. They're clearly kind of trying to uh, imply who this competitor is against, which is actually pretty funny. 
Um, oh no, it's not Bounty. It is Scott. You're right. It's Scott, right? Yeah, it's yeah. that purple one. I think that that's what I bought in Chicago. Um, cool. So that's a fucking cheap shot. Yeah, <laughs> damn, fucking wrecked. Yeah, literally wrecked. Um, so so yeah, the last one that we saw was putting quarters on wet tissue and yes. watching the quarters break through one and not break through the other. Uh, this is. Uh, yeah, wiping the paint off, and you see the Scott that's not Scott brand leave more leave paint on, and the other one doesn't. Will in your in your expert analysis, what is this supposed to uh, show? It's supposed to convey that Charmin is better than Scott at, at what? doing this thing. It, it clean out, oh, yeah, fuck, <laughs> yeah, fair. At at wiping poop off of skin, <laughs> and uh, the reason why I don't like this is one like. Commercials obviously aren't super trustworthy, right? Like, we see this cheap shot at Scott mm-hmm. already. Like, wh- like, how do we know this is, like, a well-controlled experiment? Like, it should be, like, I don't know. I would like to like, get an independent analysis of this thing, right? Right. But we're not going to get that. Like, and, and, like commercials are never going to be good. They're always going to be optimizing for their brand. The thing that fucking always gets me about this is that this is useless information without information on price. Right, Because exactly. if it takes two of the other sheets... Like, if it takes two of the other sheets that we think of are worse here, but it's less than half the price, then it's still a better value. Uh, right. This shit just doesn't fucking matter. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, that, the That's skin, all I got. The, <laughs> back, back to you. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Uh, we appreciate your service. Yes. Yeah. I will say that the, the skid mark... <laughs> I cannot say this without laughing. <laughs> the skid marks uh, by the blue paint left on the arm look gross. Yeah, let me see this. If you go to seventeen, yeah, they do. Seconds, That's fucking gross. Yeah, um, great. Really sorry. I have to plug my laptop in. Two seconds. It's okay. Can't hear you, so you can talk shit about me if you're not right now. He's so nice, and I lo- and he's so he's so pretty. Everything is so nice, and he he's really good, and he is. I hear you saying some shit through the headphone leak, but and he's so nice. And everything, he's just like, he's a good friend, he calls me when things are, are bad, um, it's not, it's not like a problem at all, uh, and he like, he's and just, he, he really, call, he calls me a lot if I'm like down, he's a really nice guy. Aw, you know? thanks, oh, bud. Hey, man. What's up, man? Aw, thanks. Uh, I, I was talking shit. Sorry that I had to do that, we're back in action. We're back in. Okay. Alright, we're at 17 seconds, back we're to you. 17 seconds, thank you so much, that's all for the demo. Uh, let's go keep it this train a rolling at 20 seconds. Yeah, I'm charming. This kid does have a point. He's singing again. Okay, 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 okay. Hold the phone. Oh, God. Hold the fucking phone. This is giving me an illness. He comes back with the reprise. He goes, Reprise? Oh, boy. Uh, well. (laughs) Reprieve, reprise. <laughs> yep. No, you're right. I mean, listen, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that one. How many times have you said reprise in your life, do you think? I think I've probably read it a lot, and this is probably the first time I've said it. Interestingly, I was saying, I didn't realize that apprised and appraised were two different words, and I said appraised for apprised for, like, years until oh, someone called shit. me on it. Very embarrassing. That is Also, in my field, depreciated versus deprecated gets misused a lot. Pretty mm. embarrassing. It's uh, all good, man. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> so let's go. Uh, he comes back on with the reprise, and he says... I, you know, his little song and dance again, uh, and he dances off camera, he's gone, he takes the underwear with him, so, you know, at least he picked up the underwear this time. Um, what, what happens now is the, the dad, well, the, first of all, the parents are, like, watching him, like, look at our son go. Yeah, super proud. Yeah, the dad joins on in. The dad is, like, he starts doing a little, like, dad dance, you know, like, you ever see Obama dance? Yeah, that's, yeah, it is the Obama dance, so yeah. yeah. He's doing, like, the little, all right, okay. Yeah, um, all right, all right, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, the kid, kid does, does have, have a point. point. Uh, about what? Yeah, wait, so the point is that, oh, I guess he's, yeah, okay, I get the point. It's the same point that this this little nerd spelled out before. That his, his hiney is clean. Yeah. Because he's Charmin clean. Yeah. That, that's how no, he, he knows. knows they're clean. That's how he knows they're clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right. Okay. That's no, right. right. That's right. He knows he's clean. That's right. He knows he's clean. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, no one's going to see this but me, but I'm scr- I've am paused on 22 seconds and Papa Bear is in mid-dance. <laughs> the mom is giving him the worst look I've ever seen. I uh, am also at 22 seconds. <laughs> she this. is frightened. His eyes are closed, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the and same she, frame. She is worried. She is so worried. Um... So that's it. The the fucking hype beat still stays, uh, and they cut to enjoy the go with Charmin. You think we're out of here? Commercial done. Kid is dancing. Psych. Nope. We're advertising another thing in the commercial. Yeah, we heard you like commercials. And for an extra clean finish, try Charmin flushable wipes. And the kid is pulling one out. He's looking at it like <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever had. He shows it to the camera. He shows it to the camera. They know they're in a commercial. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's the only time that they break that fourth wall. Yeah, holy shit. Wait, I need to see this again to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a there's a marked difference when he's looking at it. He yes. turns and he looks right at the camera. That's crazy. And he goes, "Look what I got," pretty much with his eyes. Oh, oh my and, god. And on the package that's on the toilet, we have those brown bears again. Another brown bear. Yeah. With a flower in her hair. Yeah, insane. A brown bear with a flower in her hair. Uh, what is happening? So, <sighs> yeah. I've got so many questions. Oh, and on the flushable wipes, if you look really closely on the flushable wipes package that's in his hand, they also have those other bears. So we've kind of confirmed those brown bears as like the canonical bear universe spokesman for Charmin. But then they're what's in this, this guy doing other, looking at the camera? Yeah, they're in like a meta advertisement that they know about. Oh my god. Yeah, this is wild. This is insane. You know that like the 23-year-old copywriters who like designed this entire thing were just like, is that weird? Yeah, fuck <laughs> it, no one's gonna pay attention. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Um... So that's pretty much the commercial. I do have a question. Uh, Please. Do I didn't know that adults, like, actively said out loud that they use baby wipes. Like, I thought that baby wipes are for babies. People do use them as adults, but nobody, like, I didn't know there were wipes marketed for everyone. I think that those, so I don't, I don't use those but i'm also pretty like unsophisticated about hygiene like i don't know yeah. i use the same fucking shampoo like forever and like i don't know i don't have like a, a big routine related to that yeah, stuff. yeah no i'm using a new york times from uh, 1993 so. <laughs> hell yeah you, you go to the fish market where they wrapped your fish yeah. in yesterday's <laughs> paper and then you fucking use it again that's sustainability baby yeah baby um uh, 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 well, real sustainability is a bidet, but the, the Charmin lobbyists won't, uh, oh, no. <laughs> won't, won't let bidets come to the a bidet U.S. bidet in every bathroom. Yeah, there yeah, go. There yeah. we go. I got it out. I got it yeah. out. Um, I don't use those wipes. I, I know that, like, makeup wipes are a thing, which seem kind of similar, that are like that, basically, like, yeah, I think for makeup. Di- I think those are different. So what are they called? These are like what, like personal wipes or something? I guess I've only known them as baby wipes. And people use them primarily for the doo-doo situation? I know that people used them. I didn't know that people acknowledged that they used them. Oh, honestly, I didn't even really... Also, these are flushable. I, Usually you're not supposed to flush those. Sure, yeah, that's interesting. Flushable if you're white as hell and have a nice toilet, dude. My toilet wouldn't take that. Um, yeah, no. I think I haven't really thought about this market. I will say, like, I've seen I've been, like, targeted with, like, dude wipes. You know, it's it's just, like, oh, very yes. like, masculine marketing. It's always, like, matte black and gray. And it's like, yeah. you're a dude, so you're dirty, but you can wipe your shit. It's just like, shut up. Right. Huh. I think any, any arbitrarily gendered product is annoying to me. Not only, well, not the least of which is, like, wait. What the fuck? What, what am I trying to say? I I'd love to know. If <laughs> I can't think of the, the I can't finish the sentence. Dude, I have a fucking stroke right now. I don't like them for a lot of marketing reasons, and I also don't like them because like e- the equal products are almost always more expensive for women. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't like the message that like the exact same product is like pink and purple for chicks. Oh my god, I've seen I've seen Q-tips that are made for men that are like oh that is insufferable. They're, we should we should actually do a follow up on this where we should say the the dumbest arbitrarily gendered products. Oh, that is a good segment. Yeah, that's good. Look at us thinking of segments in segments. Callbacks and callbacks, commercials and commercials. We heard you like segments. Products the and products. How many times are you going to make that fucking thing? <laughs> I also said intelligentsia twice. So I, don't I know. I think I've said that word before. Like in I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to call you out on it, but I noticed it too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's the end of the commercial. Well, um, this one was. I really, really fucking dislike this. I'll be honest. This one really bothered me a lot. Um, Something about the like party people shit with the with the anthem just it gets me in a way that that the other one didn't. I feel bad that the sister didn't get into this one. She was in yeah, the other one. yeah. No spot for her, I guess. Maybe um, it just you know the <laughs> content police, the tone police at, at right. Charmin's parent company of. GE, Microsoft, whatever, <laughs> Monsanto International. Ooh, like, who do you think we, owns? Who do you think owns Charmin? Probably Kraft. <laughs> no, really. Uh, oh, Let's it's Procter it and Gamble. Oh, PG, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe they drew the line at like implying the dirty ass of a young woman, but they were yeah. like, we can we can go with an implication of the dirty ass of a young man. Yeah. Let's uh, let's deploy the kid. Um, <laughs> Also, sorry, one more thing. I guess that's a... Is that a more of a kid problem? Skid marks? Kid marks. Kid marks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we should get paid for this. <laughs> uh, I guess so. I don't know. Again, I also kind of feel like this is on the parents. Like, Yeah, I guess it just would be unsettling to have uh, uh, an adult talk about his skid marks on TV. That's just like... Dude, girl, that's, like, sad. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, I can't stop... <laughs> I'm losing my fucking mind thinking about yeah, these Yeah, these are absolutely crazy-making. I, I can't do these commercials anymore. I mean, I want to, because it's good, but I, it's hard. We'll bring in a different brand next time. I don't yeah. know how many times I can uh, do this. I I felt fine after the first one, and I don't feel good after this one. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, thanks for bringing that. that no good. problem. Unfortunately, to end this episode, I, I, I didn't have a audiovisual one. Mm, I've searched yeah. all over. Um, in my this is where they describe what it is. If you remember from the last episode, it's like right. this really fast, monotone voice for folks that are visually impaired. Like yeah, and the little fucking teenager like so slides yeah. across the thing. <laughs> it would be like yeah, uh, like kid bear comes in, picks up underwear, something like that. Uh, what I did find in the related videos is the Muppets singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Is that something you want? My related videos are weird. Yeah, I could do that. I'm wondering, I don't want to investigate it now, but sometimes the closed caption, no, that doesn't make any sense. No, I, I honestly, I think they took off the audiovisual of the other one because I looked for it. Uh, I think they were like, who is doing this? Yeah, who the we're fuck wasting- cares so much about this? Yeah. <laughs> we're wasting our upload space with this. Let's delete. <sighs> this was a raunchy episode. I cursed a lot. I said mm-hmm. a lot of doo-doo stuff. Sorry, y'all. I said, I said skid marks like five times. Yeah, and we literally coined a juvenile skid mark. Juvenile yeah. specific skid mark. Uh, term yeah. skid mark. Well, it was Not a good, good time, Noah. Well, to play us out will be some some segment of Muppets Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know which part I'll do. Um, I have the Sesame Street NPR Music Tiny Desk Concert queued up, which is probably one of the 10% of those videos I haven't watched because I'm uninterested <laughs> in that. Uh, can you edit this, please? Because it's a really hard one to edit. Yeah, uh, I'm I, I'm a pro, so... The well, thing is, it, yeah, it, might, it, it might end up... Oh, it may end up... Uh, coming out around the time that we record the next one so that's fine one thing i should let you know is that uh one of the things about my audio setup is that i am no i'm getting your vocals vocals (laughs) your audio straight from the machine Mm -hmm. and so i am unable to hear what could be very bad line noise (laughs) from my leg hitting the wire and if that is the case i am very unironically sorry (laughs) Uh, I pr- I appreciate that, uh, and if- and I'm realizing only now that like I might not do this setup again because of this reason. 
but I okay. didn't think of that beforehand, and I am very sorry if that's the case. It's fine. Uh, there's nothing people love more than just hearing about our setups. It's just like, oh, yeah. Right. Have you been uh, hearing stuff that sounds like this? Like, can you hear this right now? Wait, wait. No. Oh, that's actually kind of promising. This is a different chord. Yeah, this isn't interesting to anyone. Love no. you. Okay, well, I'll see you in Boston. Hell yeah. Next one is going to be a live episode in that we are together. I cannot wait to come. It'll be next week. And yep. nope, two weekends from now. Two weekends from now. I'll see you then. See you from then. From the catch up. Signing off, everybody. Much love. And what we, all, what we always say. <laughs> okay, oh. yep. Uh, what we always say, like we say every time, Don't today's the day eliminated. you love me. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. I see a little silhouette of a clam. Scaramouche, scaramouche, will you do the fandango? Galileo, 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 Figaro. The Ketchup is Will R. and Noah Shore, with executive production by Noah Shore. Our intro music is by Headlong Snipers, and our outro music is by Skirt. Thanks to our sponsor, the paperclip from Microsoft Office. Easy go, will you let me go? Let me jump. Do not like your jokes. Let me jump. Do not like your jokes. Let me jump. <laughs> <laughs>